Welcome back to another edition of the Unofficial Guide Disney Dish Podcast with Jim Hill. It's me, Lantesta. And you can tell by the waterfalls in the background and the darkness outside that it's about 11 o'clock here in the Animal Kingdom. And I'm with Jim, and we've just seen the new Tree Awakens mm-hmm. show with also the Nighttime Safari and Amila Tiffin. So, Jim, we just saw the, uh, Tree Awakens. It ended a few minutes ago. What do you think? For the first couple of minutes of the show, it's kind of an eye test. Yeah, the show's only like three minutes long. But you're, you're staring at the tree, you're waiting for it to begin, and you notice, like, a lizard will move its head. Well, or, am I seeing this thing? Well, you know, the, have I spent it, too long in the desert? But then, suddenly, you have the series of fireflies that race through the tree, and yeah. then you get four, possibly five vignettes. In fact, I was right. talking with the entertainment folks the other morning and they were mentioning there's at least one of these that sort of hints at the world of Pandora. Oh really? Yeah. The one that we saw was a young deer yep. who gets up and essentially the awakening of the, the world around it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really well done. No Disney characters, pretty much the kind of music you would expect in the Animal Kingdom mm-hmm. with the, in terms of background, sort of a soaring, uplifting background music. What did you think of the animation? For CG and the fact that it had to read against... An actual tree. Yeah, Yeah. a projection mapping. I thought they did a great job. Obviously, it ended very strong with the creatures stepping back into the tree and becoming shapes. Yeah, so the deer went back into the tree. So it starts off where sort of like a spotlight projection on where the deer is on the tree. Mm -hmm. And the deer comes to life from the projection. And it ends the same way with the deer going back into the tree. But at the top of the tree, Mm -hmm. there are all of these sparkles up in the leaves. So blues and reds and whites and greens. And Mm -hmm. I thought it went really well. You have to give credit to the folks who are in here at 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can tell a lot of work went into that. Oh, yeah. This park right now is kind of a work in progress. Tonight was the first official night of Jungle Book Into the Magic. Right. Uh, They have two performances of that. Coupled with, this was the only the second night they'd done the nighttime safari. And right. in fact, the folks we were riding with had done it the night previous. And were mentioning that there were whole areas that were being lit differently this time around as they were jiggering things. Yeah, I mean, sure, they're, they're getting feedback from guests, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's talk about the nighttime safari. We got there about uh, 9.45. Mm-hmm. It was a posted 65-minute wait. Yep. We waited 60. What did you think about it? I think it would probably be in my top three times going on... On Kilimanjaro Safari. It's definitely different. Yeah. They simplified the route, but at the same time, you were yeah. moving slower. Yeah, we got a little bit more time in each scene. I thought that was uh, mm-hmm. that was really interesting. First of all, let me just say that the fact that we waited 60 minutes meant there was a part of the queue, mm-hmm. the line, that we've never seen before. Yeah. Because <laughs> we don't wait in lines like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we, we started off at night. And uh, let's say something about our driver. He's actually from Tanzania. Yeah. And yeah. It, and that, it, that added a lot of flavor to it, I think. It definitely did color the show. This was old home week for him in a weird sort of way. <laughs> it's, it's a veteran's uh, day. Yeah, I've never seen rhinos get that close to the ride. No, the rhinos were really active, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We saw them, and it was like that Bugs Bunny cartoon where it's like the fox and the chicken are leaving, and it's like quitting time. And these white rhinos are walking by the truck like, good night, Steve. Good night, good night, Larry. It was hysterical. Yeah. We saw the uh, giraffes, and they were they were moving around quite a bit. Every time you go on this thing, they talk about the bongo, the yeah. ghost of the forest, which means you ain't seeing yeah, this animal. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I think I saw a hoof once. Yeah, there's a haunch 30 <laughs> yards behind the bush. And yeah. this time, some of it, I think, is actually that they put 
the brows that much closer. Yeah, the food source. Yeah, yeah. at night. There's a bongo off to the left of the car. Bongo's to the left of me. Bongo's to the right. And the, yeah, the, the right side, there were a family of three. A, yeah, a mother, even the little baby. And it was just sort of like, I had never seen, yeah, so these are the ones with the stripes on them, right? The, the white stripes. Yeah. I had never seen them before. There was a portion of this evening that was kind of an eye test. This is the, uh, the nighttime safari jumbotron screen. What did you think of it? I think you were the one who was making the Celine Dion joke. Let's, let's set this up for our listeners. You've gone past the upside down tree. Yep. You're making the left to go into the big white savanna. Mm. You know, the big sort of left, big arch to the right in the savanna. And behind that, sort mm. of like uh, at the 10 o'clock position, they've built this. It, it can only be described as the jumbotron from the Dallas Cowboys football stadium. Mm -hmm. Massive thing. Yep. And they're projecting out this like orange, pink, purple light. Honest to God, it looks like it's the Las Vegas Strip behind trees. And, and I was joking with Jim. I reached up because Jim was a row ahead of me. And I said, I bet if we get on the other side of this, the trees, this says Celine Dion live at the Vegas Strip. What our, our driver said is like, look, you probably shouldn't stare into that because that's lighting the savanna. In fact, you know, you're supposed yeah. to be looking in the opposite direction. It wasn't overpowering mm. if you didn't look at it. If you mm. looked at it, it was obviously and, and kind of harsh. Yep. If you didn't look at it, it was fine. Mm -hmm. Once we got past it and the light source was behind us, mm -hmm. remember we saw that entire herd of Ancoli cattle yeah. bedding down for the night? I've never seen that before. No. Same thing, we, we passed 20, 30 wildebeest. You get to see a different version of the savannah. By no, the way, if you, you look at the over the tree of life here, we have the leaves falling off of it now. Oh, is that the awakening thing? Oh yeah, they're doing the digital projection of the leaves falling off. That's nice. I like that there's always something going on on it. We are literally the second day that this park has been yeah, open. And they've done a lot of stuff right here. This yeah. is this is good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We sort of split up early in the evening, so you and Laurel got into with friends to Tiffins and to I Tiffins, went yeah. I went up to Harambe Market. Did it's, I do it again? It's the haves and haves nots. <laughs> well I wanted to see the musical group. They have okay. the, the nighttime entertainment and they had the the sisters there performing. They're doing sort of a call response and the close harmonies. They put about 15 different new elements out in this park. Oh, there's a ton of stuff. They've renamed the Pengani Forest Exploration Trail, mm -hmm. the Gorilla Trail? Gorilla yep, uh, Gorilla trail? Falls. Gorilla Falls, you yeah. Know, that's an opening day name, by the way. You know what the funny thing is? I think that's as much due to our phone app culture mm -hmm. as it is anything else, because on a phone app, if you're trying to figure out what Hijani Forest Exploration Trail is, mm -hmm. you'd have to actually click on something. There's actually a round trip to the server to get the information, and it comes back. Whereas if you say Gorilla Falls, mm -hmm. well, well, what do you think it's going to be in there? The gorillas. There you go. I think it's actually one less trip to the server, mm -hmm. and I think you'll see that trend going forward. We wouldn't be surprised if they redid the Maharaja Jungle Trek as the Tiger Jungle Trek. That was the original name. Yeah, you know, so back they might the go day. back and do it, yeah. Uh, Tiger Rapids. Yeah. Quick story, while I was sitting there enjoying my dinner listening to the group, two managers came out and they told this great story about Joe Rody and how crazy attention to detail Joe is. They were talking about how they had set up the outdoor dining area around, you know, the rib place, the skewer place. At, at Harambe Market. Harambe Market. Okay. And Joe came through and said it looks lovely and then proceeded to go from table to table and deliberately make it so there were mismatched chairs at every table. Because in Africa there are mismatched chairs at That's every exactly. table. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't all going to look nice in Disney. He came through and personally moved all the chairs. That's true. That's fantastic. So then you came back to meet us at Tiffin's. And we'll meet you and, you and Laurel have to talk to Laurel. Yep. Laurel Stewart. Laurel, how's it going? Hello. Hello, how are you? Good. So we got to the park around, I guess, 6.30. 
we wandered over to Tiffin's to see mm -hmm. what the uh, the wait time was going to be. They said they couldn't tell us, but fortunately, mm -hmm. we met some friends there and our we testa bombed mm -hmm. the uh, reservation. So their <laughs> their uh, intimate table for two eventually became a table for six mm -hmm. uh, at a four top. Mm -hmm. So whatever, it's fine. So Laurel, let's start off with the drinks and the appetizers at Tiffin's. What did you think of those? So the drinks were fantastic. I had the it's not the Ananda Pour because that's what that's the tea shop. But something like that, the Zing, which had the gin in it, that was yeah. really good. Yeah. Kyle had a beer that we had never heard of before. It was their special brew, the one that, uh, yeah. not the I had the Safari you one. You had the Safari Amber, which yeah. you can get here at the Oh, uh, the Kungaloosh. The Kungaloosh, yeah. That's yeah, right, yeah. that's right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're gonna ride that uh, train as long as they can. Yeah, ride that money train, baby. That was good. Uh, appetizers I thought were great, right? Uh, yeah, so I think the hit of all of the appetizers was the octopus, the grilled oct octopus, which was actually charred a little bit yeah, that on was... the outside, and I thought it was fantastic. Hey, oh, we're, we're doing another again. We're doing another show. Yep. All right, so you guys get to hear this in the background. Twofer. <laughs> so the um, the octopus was good. Um, we tried the bread service. That it's, was it. Was okay. That was okay. There was a really interesting dressing. It was pomegranate molasses olive oil, and I thought Ooh. that was the most interesting of them. But it was a little bit skimpy, and somebody had actually said the bread uh, servings themselves were a little bit skimpy. It's, it's definitely not a Sanaa bread service. Mm -hmm. No, no, definitely not. The other thing that was there was mussels. Mm -hmm. What'd you think of those? The mussels were very good. The beet salad, big, big, big beet fan. Yeah. We had the beet. It was good. Yeah, we had the beets. What were the uh, falafel-like things? The, oh, uh, that was the lentil fritters. The fritters. What did you think of those? Oh, those were fantastic. I think those were I the agree. best. They were light. They were crispy. The uh, sauces were very complimentary to them. I agree, I thought they were also it was, good. If you like falafel, go for this. Yeah, and I agree. So this is even better than the falafel at Skipper Canteen, which was... We think is the best falafel on Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah so that was good. definitely. What else do we have? So we didn't try the lobster soup because we heard that wasn't very yeah, good. Yeah, we were told not to go with that one. The thing that I remember most about the bread service was there was this really spicy sauce. It was so hot, it was almost unexpectedly hot for a Disney thing. What did you think about the entrees? Uh, I only had the vegetarian one, which was the uh, market vegetable curry. Mm -hmm. It was excellent. It was $29. Yeah, $29 for vegetable curry is about $20 too much for a vegetable curry, but... It is. The presentation was good. The presentation was good. This was, It's definitely a signature restaurant. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, so so yeah. No, no question about that, both in price and in presentation and quality. Yeah. So, we, so, so I expect to pay about $30 for the vegetarian entree at any signature Disney restaurant. So okay. it, it totally met expectations there. Taste was really good, very complex, better than it could have been. Yeah, for a curry, it was actually, I thought, larger chunks of vegetables than I would have expected in a curry. Like if you're thinking Indian curry where everything's sort of like blended together and relatively small. No, this was a stew. This was a stew, yeah, so more like that, I agree. We ordered, I think, every every entree. Let's start with the whole fish. <laughs> so the whole fish, Laurel had the best thing. It's presented on its stomach, so it's uh, standing up. Laurel says it actually captures the, mo the moment that it actually fell into the fryer where it wasn't expecting it. The fish had this expression on its face like, ah, snap. <laughs> But it comes out and it's served on a bed of black rice. Batter fried. Batter fried, yeah. And it was it was delicious. A mm. nutty flavor. It just pull off the bone. Tenderness. Perfectly cooked. If you do not want to look your meal in the eye before yeah. you eat it, this is not oh, the meal. That, that was it. There it was that. it was like, you know, it was like eating a pet almost. But delicious. And I totally would have would do it again. I thought that was very good. Jim, you and I had the pork with uh, that was the one with the tamale. Yep. So it's pork two ways. Uh, pork 
uh, tenderloin with a pork tamale. What did you think of that? I, it was surprisingly light and flavorful, you know. I thought it was, yeah. And they did like a salt uh, rub on the outside of the crust in addition to whatever flavoring it was. And I thought the salt uh, added a little bit of crunch to it. It was really interesting. And the lamb, actually. I mean, I'm not oh, a big lamb, lamb fan. Yeah, but yeah. really. They did a, a mint uh, and lentil on that. And, uh, you know, I think Disney does lamb really well, not only across property, but I think across company, they do it fairly well. Um, lamb everywhere, I think, is, is pretty good. This was no exception. It was perfectly done. I mean, just a ruby, red, purple color. Mm. Beautifully done. Really well done. Pork also, very good. Did you try the Wagyu beef and short rib? Yeah, not overcooked. Very no. flavorful. No, I mean you came in like 20 minutes into our entrees, and yeah. it was still, it was still, it had, it hadn't gone, mm. gone over and been well done. Again, I finished up seeing the the Harambe Entertainment, and initially couldn't find land, so I was wandering around on the bar side, the Nomad Lounge. Right, right, right. And this is a so, wonderful space. Yeah. So let's talk about the restaurant itself for a second. We'll get back to the rest of the entrees and the dessert. Yep. You uh, you walk in and you're immediately greeted by the seating station. Yep. If you go to the left, it's the bar. Mm -hmm. the, Nomad, Nomad Lounge. Nomad Lounge. Uh, and then I guess there's seating behind and around that? If you go through the lounge and then there's an out, outside area yeah. that overlooks the river. And as I went outside, there had to be three and four different couples that had just collapsed that you know these wonderful outside lounges and they yeah. pulled out their phones or their laptops and they had just set up camp and it just but there what? weren't there were customers they weren't eating i think one or two of them had beverages and okay. it just All right. they were being kind of forgiving of it yeah but when it gets crowded once pandora opens right now it's kind of in this cul-de-sac it's the last thing before the uh, the walled off entrance right yeah. but once that part of the park opens up I guess that's again. All we can advise is you folks, if you want to try this, do it now. Let's go back and fish up the entrees. The last yeah. one I think we need to talk about halibut. Did you have that? Yeah. The fish on a bit of uh, again on a bit of black know, rice. Again, very buttery, very sweet. It was it was really well done. And it, I actually have no complaints about any of the entrees. I think some of them stood out. Mm. Others were just good. Yep. Yeah. What did you guys think of desserts? One was a key lime key lime tart with a key lime matcha tart topping. with a matcha tea green tea topping. Mm. That seemed to be the hit. Very close to a knife fight at the table. You got two of them. Yeah, we got, we got two of them. We got two, destroyed. and even then it was like sharks versus jets for those yeah. uh, for those both of those. Yeah. What the tapioca? The oh yeah. Oh, so there's a tapi passion fruit tapioca, tapioca. And, and I do not like at all tapioca because of its um, texture. I love this. This was my favorite dessert. In the middle of it, you're, you're eating this, and here's a chunk of, of grapefruit. Great, yeah. yeah. So and it works. there yeah. were two, and there were two different kinds of grapefruit. Did you notice that there was a ruby red, and then there was no, a whatever the standard. Yeah. So I got the ruby red, and then okay. it, I think Kyle got the other one. Mm -hmm. um, there was that. There was the sorbet, mm -hmm. which was perfectly tasty sorbet, but oddly it came with a... Uh, it had a meringue garnish, a which meringue garnish. For, a, for an otherwise vegan dessert, that is a bad move. Doing egg whites in a vegan dessert is a yeah. little strange. Yeah, so that's a... Uh, day but, two, they'll, they'll yeah, sort that out. Yeah, day two, they'll figure that out like, yeah. by tomorrow. Okay. What else was there for, for desserts? There was a there chocolate was, dessert. There was the other passion fruit thing, yeah. which was the... The passion like, fruit. Was it a panna, panna cotta? Yeah. Okay. And it was, uh, it was sweet, where the other one was tart. And then the fourth one was this chocolate. Yeah, dark chocolate. Dark chocolate with raspberries or strawberries. I yeah. didn't try it. I'm not and a salt. chocolate person. Yeah. The it, chocolate and the salt went well together. The chocolate, I don't like chocolate and raspberry together. Mm -hmm. Everyone thought it was absolutely fine. It was probably the, less, the least of the popular. And again, none of it was bad. No. It was just, no. I think the big thing was the lime tart 
Mm-hmm. So we had two of those, and they were gone. And the I also tapioca. came with an interesting uh, peanut brittle yeah. accompaniment. And the tapioca. The tapioca was the hit. Yeah. And then you had a an, an, uh, coffee drink. I think it was called Buffalo Coffee. Buffalo Coffee. And this Which is coffee? coffee with Crown Royal and other equally good stuff. Mm. I like whiskey. I like coffee. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, so uh, so this is like two hours, two and a half hours later, Laurel is still happy about this whole thing. So. <laughs> and, and wide awake. And wide awake as well. It's like I'm, I'm exhausted. Wow. Jim and I are exhausted. Laurel's like, this is the best park ever. Okay. Uh, and she's a fan of the park anyway. So Jim, let me, uh, let me just ask you. Let, let's sum this up. Animal Kingdom at night. Your impressions, yes or no? Understanding that we really are basically at the halfway point. I mean, remember, we, we've done Jungle Book in tonight, which sadly we didn't get to tonight yeah. because, again, we wanted to do the nighttime safari. Yeah, and yeah. to be honest, it doesn't get dark enough to really... No, it was like 9 o'clock and it was still it was just got dark enough at 9 o'clock to do the nighttime safari. So we'll have to circle back on that show. But for a thing that's halfway there, because face it, we've got Rivers of Light that hopefully will come back in the late summer, early fall. Mm-hmm. We've got Pandora coming. For a park that is just now opening at the, the, late, yeah. to late, this works. This is. Yeah, did you notice, by the way, how much the temperatures dropped since we? Uh, well, since my friend Angela Ragno said that was her favorite part. She loves this park as well. But the fact to finally be in this park when it's not as humid as yeah. it is. I mean, face it, this park holds the heat and the humidity like no other Disney oh, theme yeah, park. Oh, like sauna, yeah. But to be here at night where it's it's beautifully lit yep. and it's pleasant to walk around yep. and to have a leisurely safari where the animals get up close. Yeah, where the animals, everyone's everyone's hanging out at night, every, everything's casual. I think this is a hit. I know, we're, again, we're two days into its, its yep. nighttime schedule. There's a ton of work to be done. There's a ton of adjustments to be done. but. That you can already see that they've delivered on the a lot lighting, of the potential. The lighting, the music, the yeah. sound yeah. of the water, it it's works no, particularly it's exotic, well at night. It's but true. An exotic three, park becomes more exotic at night. Three years in the making. And again, no. we've got, in a, in a year and a half, we're going to see this full-blown the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. And no, I'd love to see more. I think I think they're on the right track. And that's something we haven't said very very much about, no, uh, no, you about Disney recently. No, again, even the things that we think, the things that haven't worked out. Jungle Book is a is it an interim show for Rivers of Light, but mm-hmm. if they do as well with Rivers of Light as they've done with Tiffins, if they've done with the Nighttime Safari, as they've done with the uh, the Awakening thing, yep. as it parks should be great at night. I agree, All I right, totally cool. agree. All right, we'll have to come back and uh, take a look at the other shows later on. Back in a year and a half. All right, folks, you've been listening to the uh, quick version of the Unofficial Guide Disney Dish podcast with Jim Hill. We are produced fabulously by Aaron the Animal Adams. Please go <laughs> on to iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play and rate our show and tell us what you would like to hear next. For Jim and Laurel, this is Len. They are kicking us out of the park. Now it's time to go. Get out! (laughs) We'll see you guys in the next show.